The gift I place in your hands will be one of inestimable worth to you in these last days. For it is the gift of greater power. Our minds will melt. And as you take on the totality of the mind of God, your thought power will be increased. As you allow it to possess you, as you reject carnal mindedness put on my mind, as you allow me to more fully live in you, as you hear breathe and think my thoughts, then I am able to activate a greater capacity. Hallelujah! Welcome, welcome. Michael Basham here. We are driving through the Smoky Mountains towards Asheville, towards the FedEx base. And I will be spending a day, hopefully, with all y'all uh, through the ninner webs. The more solitary the life, the more excellent the fellowship. It's a paradox. I have a day alone to work and have my own truck. Or I have a long commute, alone in the car. I get to fellowship with anyone out there that's a part of this whole war. And the same goes for the opposite side. People can tune in to TikTokers, YouTubers, podcasters that are brainwashing you to live in a upside-down world. In a lie world. So it's very interesting. I'm playing a clip from an old family prophecy... It's called Heavenly Thought Power, and it's about tuning into the, the mind of God, letting God's mind possess you. The world is becoming so filthy that you can get, you can get so caught up in all the, the wars and all the, the, you know, nasty things that you can forget that God is pure and holy and good and righteous, and he wants to possess us and give us his mind so that you don't have to figure everything out. You don't have to know all the, the right things. You don't even have to know the whole entire Bible. You just need to surrender to Jesus and let his mind take you over. And it's a, it's a willing step and it's a scary step for some people because they don't want to acknowledge God in all their thoughts. It says God was not in all their thoughts. That's a really key scripture. And as Christians, when we stumble, when we slide to the left or to the right in our journey with God, veering off the straight and narrow, the enemy can also try to discourage us and to try to get us to give up and say, well, God doesn't really love you. God doesn't really want to use you anymore. You know, look at you. You're a mess. You don't even know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just half the time I'm flying blind through the storm but I do come back to God and I, I let him possess me and even if it's just for a split second where you just open your heart to him and you're like God thank you Lord Jesus thank you I praise you I worship you I give you my life Lord we give you our life hallelujah you're going through a rough time you just still praise the Lord and then that opens a portal that opens a door through which the angelic can begin to interact with you and to even take you to the next level. You can even help others in prayer and in intercession. You know, you think about the technology of the angels. 
and how that operates. I talked to Jerry Lee, the manifestor yada guy back in the day, and he would discuss the way that electricity and fire mix in this strange... It was really mystical, the way he would speak, but also very intellectual and very kind of next level. Like, I have to write down some quotes from him and share with you sometime because Jerry Lee, the manifestor, yada, would get very super deep into the high-tech nature of the angels and how they would travel and, and things about having to do with the speed of light and, and teleportation and surpassing the speed of light and traveling and it's stuff that maybe we don't have to know but it's still fun and uh i mean how is it that god takes care of us i mean what is the technology that god uses for your guardian angels to be able to to uh do whatever it takes to get you through dangerous situations like when i'm standing on a roof with a pressure washer and, and if i make one mistake la this is last night i was working really hard yesterday so i didn't really do a podcast it's like I don't even have energy to do it on the trip home. Usually I'll at least do it on the car. But um, I ended up doing a longer TikTok video. I, it just takes so long to post those. I don't really get around to it all the time. But um, but it was, it was amazing. It just hit me. It was like, wow, somehow there is an angel with me right now. Like, don't tempt God. Don't go and unnecessarily risk your life. But it was just at that moment I thought, you know, there's been an, there is an ancient system in the spirit how God is able to keep his people through anything, like through the fire, through water, through heights, through dangerous roads. I mean, there's got to be like next level angel protection with all these Christians driving their cars around, especially this road to Asheville that's like crazy, very danger. Or like when I accidentally got on the H3 in Hawaii on my motorcycle, which only went like 60 miles an hour, and you're driving through the mountains of Oahu with like cars passing you all the time and, you know, 500-foot drop. I think it's the most expensive highway in America. But how is it that God is able to protect us? And what do, what do, do we do? How do we pray? Some people think, oh, prayer, it's so boring. Well, what if it was more high tech? What if you were able to envision like, okay, so I'm going to pray for you about, and I, I have a friend whose son is being attacked by some kind of demonic force and he needs prayer. Aiden is his name and he needs prayer. So you can just envision a, spe a special ops angel guard being posted there like a, an angel craft we used to call on the keys of the kingdom for everything and i still do but i haven't done it as much and um there was a vision of these special spirit ships called the key craft and they would hover over a car when driving on the road or a house that was full of christians that were doing god's work that needed extra protection and there was a visual of just this this wall of light around any of those situations wherever a key craft was posted. And I took that prophecy. I was like, man, I want, I want one of those. I want, I want to have a key craft. And so I started to go into these, these spirit ships from a pretty young age, like from my 20s, early 20s. And I didn't really know how it all worked, but I knew that there's power in prayer. There's power in calling on an angel specifically. 
and there's power in tapping in. So I would just sit and and learn from the Holy Bible and read prophecies that other people had gotten visions. And then I would sit down and with a pen and paper, I would just start writing like my own visions and prophecies. And I felt stupid at first and like, oh no, there's no way. But then it was the craziest thing. Like some of the things that I would be writing would come true. Um, and this is similar to like when you have a dream and the dream might be very specific. And then if you look back, you'll realize that your dream was actually spot on telling you the future. I've had so many of those. I had one recently, um, could get into later, but so these special spirit ships, like I can pray and be like, dear Jesus, please help Aiden with his demonic issue just a little baby boy like a two-year-old kid he's he's having attacks in his room he's being uh and you could be you could be in a in a position where you think well a prayer is just a prayer and well what is the use and the thing is god is waiting for us to pray and when it's because my people don't pray it's because they won't humble themselves and pray that they don't get the blessing so please pray for Aiden. I know a lot of people who listen to me are, are super prayer warriors. I need to pray more. But it is a war. And these angels, they are helping us. But there is also, in the record of Daniel, the example of the archangel Gabriel being sent to present a very important message about the future of the nation of Israel. And that that angel was a little bit late bringing the message even though Daniel was praying and praying and praying for weeks he was hindered by the prince of Persia which is some kind of high level demonic force that then Gabriel said that Michael the archangel had to come and assist him so it's very interesting it's like how does that operate well Daniel was praying and fasting and there's power in fasting. There's power in praise. There's power in speaking in tongues. All these different things that we can be doing. And then there is also power in specifically naming the spirit. And this works both ways with like, if you find out what demon is hindering you, you can pray against that specific entity. If you have a spirit of, let's say, some kind of... Uh, hindrance like a pride or addictions or you name it any any kind of uh, obstacle you can pray specifically against the demon that represents that obstacle and you will find release you will find that you are able to now like for me it was the spirit of pride my family is is really a, a wonderful family but we have an issue with pride oh i i could never do that I could never become a crazy faith-filled Christian guy. Lives by faith and looks looks silly. I could never wear a clown costume. I could never... And that hindered me. One day I just went and prayed and I asked the Lord to show me any demons that were hindering me. And I saw the word pride. So I prayed against the spirit of pride. I got delivered. There was an, a manifestation in the forest where I prayed. I was 16, 17 years old. And uh, right behind me, there was a sound of human hands clapping. 
and I thought, oh my gosh, there's somebody here. It was late at night. There was nobody there, but I heard somebody there. <laughs> and so I just took it by faith. I was like, okay, I guess I'm, I guess I'm delivered. And, uh, after that I had more grace to do crazy things, you know, learning Japanese, uh, witnessing to people about the Bible, even when it was really awkward. All kinds of opportunities opened up for me because I was, I was humbleated, not humiliated. There's a difference. To be humbleated means <laughs> you've uh, you've been released from that arrogance, and of course you can be tempted to get back into it. And I still have to fight pride. Pride is is a very disgusting demon that can destroy your life. But. At least the de I've recognized a demon of pride, and right now, in the name of Jesus, if anybody's listening to me, we, in agreement, we come against the spirit of pride, and every any other spirit, spirits of depression, spirits of despair, spirits of death, spirits of deceit. Christians can be warped into an ego trip. I had a really good conversation yesterday with someone that works for a very prominent. Uh, individual in a very, very famous university, but likes to minister to super soldiers. So we had a conversation. We were going to do an interview, uh, a 12 foundation stones class, but we ended up just kind of comparing notes and we ended up talking about how some people can, they can meet the Lord, but then they feel, then they read the Bible and they're, they isolate themselves for a while and then they start to think that they're the end time prophet or they're the the last final witness. It's like really funny. And it's also sad because you deal with people like that and their ego gets in the way and it's just very difficult to reach them. And I told my friend, it was like, I feel like a lot of times I get in touch with different people that have these ministries, but then they also have these, I wouldn't say delusions of grandeur, but they read themselves into the Bible whenever it's like a prophecy of a future individual who will do such and such. And then you kind of, in your isolation, in your trauma of maybe losing family members or losing a great high position in the world, you start to think, well, I'm the chosen one. And the truth is, you are the chosen one. But so am I. And so is that other dude that you don't really seem to get along with very well. You, you need to start realizing that the gospel of Jesus Christ makes you, if you are willing to be chosen, you choose to be chosen. And oftentimes you'll be alone in that choice, but that doesn't mean you're the only one that is chosen. It's, it's just funny sometimes. I am the ultimate final witness. I am the ultimate final angel spaceship recruiter. No, I'm one of many angel spaceship recruiters. <laughs> I'm like, we need pilots. We need people that are willing to be a little bit out there, a little bit crazy, because um, those evil aliens and that evil super soldier antichrist army, they are working around the clock. So I look at it like the spirit force is in operation and is recruiting. And we are all recruiters. There are various different levels of engagement. You might be able to operate as an officer if you've been doing this for as long as I have. I'm probably an officer just by means of the amount of time that I've invested. It doesn't mean that I'm perfect or that I'm really, really good. I don't really seek any kind of position or any 
place where I would lord over anybody else. But if you're a brand new baby Christian, maybe you should listen to some of the things that I have to say just by means of the fact that I've been under the leadership of many other officers. I understand chain of command. I understand that if I don't know something, if I don't know how to operate some kind of a weapon, but I find somebody who does and I would like to learn how to use that weapon, maybe I should listen to that person. And I have done so pretty much my entire life, more than half my years. Because I'm 38 years old now, so I got filled with the Holy Spirit when I was about 17. Uh, And it was like the journey began, the quest began. Join me and I will complete your training. I've had so many Jedi warriors over me that shared their wisdom and then some of them faded into the ether. (laughs) Like like Obi-Wan or like uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. Teach you to commune with Qui-Gon, I will. And uh, that's the other thing. We can also commune in the spirit. That's the really beautiful thing. I'm going to play a little bit more of this message and then we'll talk about communing in the spirit. As you call on the power of the keys to help you hone this gift, you will unlock amazing doors before you. Right now, we call on the power of the keys to help us unlock this gift of heavenly thought power, of being fully possessed by you, Lord, by means of our act of will, of speaking it out loud, and of being in agreement. We come into full communion. We come into full unity, not with a bunch of culty weirdos, and maniacs, but with anybody who is today seeking your face, with anybody who is today aligning themselves with your spiritual army, we call on the power of the keys of the kingdom, which you gave the apostle Peter in the book of Matthew to be able to lock doors that need to be locked and open doors that need to be open. We call on those keys of heaven, of full possession of heavenly thought power and we don't turn it into some kind of weird culty thing we just we know there's stuff out there that we don't really nobody really understands yet nobody really fully understands how even a guardian angel protects you we only have glimpses in the bible and and the the ability to commune i'm not able to physically get on the phone and talk to all of you and i love all of you i love the church. I love the saints of God. You guys are my delight in my life. You guys, whenever I see one of you posting something that's glorifying God and even just sharing your journey, like sharing your faith journey, it just fills my soul with hope and good feelings and fluffy feelings and happy feelings and sometimes goofy feelings because we're kind of, we can be a little bit funny. (laughs) We're like... We're the people that don't fit in in the world, us who really want to be with the Lord. And uh, a lot of us have different hangups and different things that are just 
got to work on. But still, we're every day. We're like, this is my life. You know, my life is not my career. My life is not my my food. My life isn't even about my family, my flesh and blood family. My life is about Jesus. And when you receive that identity, then you are chosen. Then you are elevated into a higher realm. And we don't really understand it very well. But the Bible gives you some clues. So the Bible, there's this mysterious verse that says we are seated together with him in heavenly places. What the heck? Like, could you please talk to me a little bit more about that? And then it moves on to some other topic. You're like, um, <coughs> uh, excuse me, excuse me. Can you tell me some more things about the seated in heavenly places part? And that's where getting prophecy comes in because then you can ask the Lord, well, tell me more about that. And the Lord says, well, come up here. And you're like, but can I do that? <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm sinful. I'm a man of unclean lips and I live among people that are unclean and the world is all full of this weird. And he just says, come up here. I'll wash you. So many people have had visions of going to heaven and just sitting in that river of life. I had a dream of uh, this incredibly high-tech sewer system and you might think oh sewer system gross but no this was like really clean it, it, it was so good at washing any filth away there was like the septic and the the pipes and and then there were I remember being like in a place where there was filth and dirt but as soon as any of that filth came into contact with this really clean water that was that was flowing really really well it just immediately cleaned it and uh I, I wrote it down. I forgot about it. Yesterday while I was pressure washing, I hooked up my Bluetooth earphones to my Kindle and I started playing through all the dreams of the last few months. And so a lot of them I forgot. A lot of them are with you guys. I've had so many dreams with just random people that we've been working with through the spirit, communing in the spirit. But then also because we have this internet phone thing, we're able to use it for good to share the truth and to find each other because a lot of us are very isolated a lot of us don't even there's times when you you're forsaking all where you are completely alone i can share a funny story about that too getting old i have all these stories i remember back in 1972 wait i wasn't born yet but i remember a guy that remembered a story when he was 1972 back in nam yeah he was back in nam he was running the kjb five seven three x 12 you know they were they were learning how to use the the crs and there was an instance where they had to do tr3b yeah there's so many weird stories about vietnam actually with super soldiers where do you even like put all that information you know you listen to james casbolt for a few hours and then you're like i don't know what to think anymore about anything and the super soldier people, they have a lot of filthy things that need cleansing. So pray for them. Pray for that whole domain. I don't uh, fear coming in contact with some of these different kinds of people and things. But I need my, my spiritual starships to bring those very high-tech, clean waters from the river of life. The Star Lion is one of my favorite ones because it just has these portals to the river of life. That wherever, wherever she goes brings immediate contact with the river of life. I got that name Starlion and I was just like, man, I'm, I'm using it. I ain't heard nobody ever use that before. Starlion. 
I got it on a rooftop in China, in communist China, just next to the border of Russia. I used to sit up there and I would just be like, hi God, it's me again. <laughs> got some more presents for me? And believe it or not, he would answer and he'd be like, yeah. I have, I have a new spiritual name for you. The Penuel. And I was like, oh, that's a cool name. I'll take that. I didn't know what that meant, actually. Penuel is a place in the Bible that has to do with prophecies. And it's also the place where Jacob wrestled with the angel. And he got his new name. He became Israel. So it was kind of a unique name. It was almost like a, a spiritual portal name. Like, okay, now you have the ability to receive new names. And I don't think I'm the chosen one. You will call me Jedediah Penuel, blah, blah, blah. I think we are able to tap into the spirit and there's just so much there. Listen to James Casbolt's testimony. Listen to um, Max Spears testimony. And and a lot of people, they veer off and they become super new age. Like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sarah Adams or uh, other people from Max Spears community. They become super new age. They become super confused. I'm not afraid of that. I will pray for those people. I will, you know, try to plant seeds of the kingdom and use the technology of the keys of the kingdom. The keys of the kingdom, that those clips that I'm playing, that's the first step is to step into the infinite spirit realm where anything that you need is available to you, similar to the matrix. It's like, we're going to need guns, lots of guns. And God gives you lots of guns. Stop looking at the lack. Stop watching movies where the, you know, it's the woman getting chased by the murderer and she's just, you know, running around in her basement in, this, in the living room and it's like the scream horror movies or whatever. And, and you know, he, she's getting hunted down. No, the end time church is decked out and armed to the teeth. But we have to look and see that visual of the new weapons of the spirit and tap into the mind of God. And you're welcome to use anything that I put out there, anything of anybody else's, you're welcome to try it. But I warn you, my stuff is laced with humiliator uh, factors. No, humbleators, what was the term? My mother-in-law and I went to LA. We had a layover, long story. We went. To, we had to go to Hawaii to close up shop. You know, my wife just had a baby, so it was it was just the most amazing trip because I've never been to LA. We went to Hollywood and we had this layover. So we just rented a minivan. She's like, come on, I'll show you like where I grew up. So we drove all over the place. And LA is such a proud city. You know, people walk around like they just carry the universe on their shoulders because they're so cool. It's not easy being cool, even though I'm homeless and I'm walking around. But I know I have a movie script. And I met a guy that knows a movie star. You know, he, he met Brad Pitt once. And, you know, it's just a matter of time before I get my movie script turned into a movie. And, you know, <laughs> but meanwhile, they're like total loser. And I hate, I hate to say that because I feel like that sometimes too, but we're talking about people that have that ego and that pride. And, um, Sandra and I were driving around and we have a great, we're, we're great friends and we talk about everything under the sun. We're going to, um, collaborate on faithbucks.com to share news. So if you bookmark faithbucks.com, you'll see on the top, the telegram link and everything will be updating a lot of important stories as we fight on that front as well to update about stuff like 
you know, the energy crises, whatever the New World Order is doing, well, she's going to be sending me links. She's already sending me tons of links. I posted a few articles today. Um, but we get, we, we just operate on another level, like weirdest thing ever. It's like, you're my mother-in-law and she's like, it's like, this is usually not a very good relationship, but for some reason we get along really well. And we talked about how just the fact that we were in LA coming into contact with the huge egotistical Hollywood and seeing all these people and driving through Beverly Hills and going to Muscle Beach, which had hardly any muscles. It was really funny. And we made up this new term, humbleators. It's the humbleator. You have been humbleated. Because we're not very egotistical people who are trying to make a big show. In fact, people like us, usually you don't even know what, what we're doing when you meet us. And I think I've dared to say that a lot of our listenership are similar. Like you're humble enough to go work and slave away cutting hair or working at a gas station or uh, working at a restaurant or being a taxi driver or just taking care of babies. And you don't think of yourself as the chosen one because I am the chosen one. Therefore, everybody must listen to me is usually what ends up happening to those kind of people. Like, I have the ultimate prophecy. <laughs> well, great. I want to hear it. What else you got? Oh, more ultimate prophecies. Great. I love that. Thank you. Now you will only listen to my ultimate prophecies. Uh, no, there's actually a lot of other ultimate prophecies too that I, I like, but I'll keep, I'll take yours too. So mind you, a lot of the, the crowns and the shields and the weapons and the uh, mantles and the cloaks and the lightsabers and the light weapons and all this stuff that I got, it's laced with, with humbleator juice. It's not going to make you look cool, in other words. It's not even going to necessarily mean that you're going to see angels. But you might, if you are uh, quiet enough and still enough, you might hear from the Lord. And you might have a dream that might be prophetic. So you should write down your dreams. I'm religious about writing down my dreams. Every detail. Humbleation is not humiliation. It's not... Um, it's not putting people down. It's just, it's like Alice in Wonderland. She eats the thing. It makes her giant. She drinks the thing. It makes her tiny. It's just that kind of thing. It's sort of like a magic potion that um, enables you to, well, Rick Joyner had a prophecy about it, that it was like a cloak of, of humble, of humility. The cloak of humility must be worn over your other armor, your shiny light armor. Because if you don't, you will be blinded by the light that's emanating from you. Yes, you're a light worker. Yes, you're a light being. Okay, great. But you're full of, you're like some dude in LA that's walking around that just thinks he's like hot snot on a silver platter, to quote my grandfather. You ain't hot snot on a silver platter, boy. Even if you're good at something, it's still, and I appreciate some people with ego, it, it can be a weapon. It can help you get somewhere, but it's not the highest places of heaven that you can go with that. God looks at you and he's like, yeah, you're, eh. you know, I just, I wanted to be with you, but you were too busy looking at how cool you are. <laughs> I am so, oh man, just check me out, dude. <laughs> oh man, I, 
I looked at myself in the mirror yesterday and I was like, yeah, I need to start working out more. I, I could, I could be cool. That's how I always look. Like, yeah, I need to start. Yeah, man, I really gotta. I feel like there's always something I can improve. And when I get around people that are really proud people in their spiritual lives or in their physical lives, I just, I'm, I get tired. I just need to like, ugh, I need to go somewhere, breathe. Um, but back to the spiritual weapons, let me play a clip again of the meld mix. This is the old heavenly thought power prophecy. I think it still has a few minutes left to it. Let me just play a few more seconds of it. In the last days, one who leads evil, the rape will be healed. You will look into the eyes of others, and you will know their thoughts will be able to read their minds. You will point your finger to command the weather, and in the flash of the thought, it will be done. So you'll be able to read minds, you'll be able to change weather, you'll think about someone who needs to be healed, and they'll be healed. This is the level where we're at, guys. I mean, your mind becomes the ener- becomes the technology. Your consciousness. Your mind. That's why we need to learn by location. We need to learn to use the Bible as a portal, not as some magical book, but the word of God itself declaring we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Boom. Okay move from there. We are seated with him. We are able to operate in heavenly places, getting things done. Even though my physical body is stuck in traffic in Asheville right now, my spirit man is able to go and pilot the star lion and bring the heavenly waters. I had a, finally, I had a dream of the star lion. It was huge and it is huge. According to my prophecy of it, it was, um, it's like a world-sized spirit ship. It's like a, it's almost like bringing your own world with you everywhere you go, which is what I do anyway. <laughs> Michael, you're so weird. You have all these weird ideas. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. Da, da, da. You know, when they go to FAO Schwartz and Big, Tom Hanks movie. That's basically me. I'm actually 10 years old. I'm just stuck in a man's body. And that is one of the things that I also have seen is when you go into the spirit realm, you can be a child. You can go into that realm. That's why the trans thing is so deceptive because they're trying to take over the real spirit realm where there is every possible, not really gender, but there aren't, there aren't, there aren't girls calling themselves girl dudes, you know, there aren't guys calling themselves girls, but they have beards. I mean, that's the mess of the transgender thing that they're doing. Oh, Lord, we pray for this car accident up ahead. There was a terrible accident. Looks like a lot of flashing lights. In Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, we worship you. We come to you. We thank you that we have this ability to communicate with each other. I'm not Tom Cruise here going like, you know, because of LRH, he's LRH, dude, ah. I can just, I can just think of somebody and, and I, I see a car accident. It's like, I can help them just by looking at them. I, I, I help them. <laughs> Those embarrassing Scientology videos with Tom Cruise. We're not talking about that, but a little bit because angel tech, God is able to do anything with God. There shall be nothing that is impossible. God, what can't you do? 
the Lord is able to do anything. So let him do it. He will do it. He has all the power in the universe to go beyond any impossibilities. What is it that you need to get done? He will do it. But here's the thing. He limits himself. He says, I will do nothing. Oh, wow. That was a massive pileup. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. Looks like nobody got killed. Thank you for keeping us safe. Whew. I'm driving a stick shift right now. My dad's letting me drive his Jeep Wrangler so I can I can leave the bigger Jeep. Uh, we drive a Jeep Cherokee so my wife and kids can go out and my dad might take them to some kind of concert things. Anyway, so I'm driving the stick shift. It's a pretty cool little yellow Jeep that he bought for his retirement. I've been having a great time with my dad. It's like we're catching up over all the lost years. But you know what? As much as I love my family, my wife, my dad, my fa- my kids even, that's my physical life. I need to get back to base and talk to my my people. <laughs> and I'm not a cult. I'm not trying to get you guys to come into my cult. But when I play those like prophecy, weird-sounding things that sound so outlandish for you, you can take those. And I'll probably play more of them in the future. So I'm finally getting organized, sort of. I'm going to take one day off uh, a week from FedEx, so I'm only going to do it once a week, and I'll be on call, and I'll have more time, hopefully. I haven't even been able to go in the studio recently, but I visual, I visualize the Star Lion as a tool, as an ability, very useful, especially in Asia with all the ghosts, all the lost spirits. I visualize it as a very effective tool through which... I might be able to even save souls in the spirit while I'm doing my English teaching. There's a limited amount of people I can pass out tracks. I can I can tell them about Jesus. I can witness to physically. There's a limited amount of people I can reach through the internet or the YouTubes or the now it's the TikToks. But in the spirit, there is no limit because I've got a freaking battle cruiser right behind me, man. And it sounds so nerdy and it is but it's it actually works it's like ender's game you know it's this kid directing entire fleets of starships to fight the aliens i mean that when i saw that movie it was like that is what i want to do that is what i will ask the lord for permission if it's okay please please pretty please lord can i go can i please do what ender is doing <laughs> it's so cool and then my physical life, you know, whatever. I'm just a goofy dude. But in the spirit, we are able to conquer great spiritual forces. And not because of our own power, but because of Michael the Archangel showing up and, and assisting us against the Prince of Persia. It's so fun. The spirit wars are so exciting. And I'm a little bit shy to get into it because I, I've always felt like there would come a day when the world would be ready for this kind of stuff when the church would be ready for this kind of stuff. And they're still not. People are still offended by even the slightest mentioning of spirit travel. Anyway, um, there was a call asking for Aiden. It was like, hey, anybody out there want a spiritual travel? It's not astral projection. It's spiritual projection. And there is a difference. You need faith to do this. It's not, it does not lift up your ego. God has only allowed me to see the star lion one time, even though there were a number of miracles having to do with the name star lion. And like, as soon as I jumped on a motorcycle for the first time and drove to Taipei, 
right in front of me there was a guy wearing a t-shirt that said Star Lion on it. You can look it up. It's a whole line of clothes in China and Taiwan that came out around the time that I was really starting to use it with the hopes of saving lost souls and bringing healing and bringing those waters of God to a filthy world. Man, we could all use a Star Lion right about now to... I could use the Star Lion in this FedEx job with all these transgenders and ex-cult members and uh, chain smokers, you know. I mean, you get around these people and it starts to rub off on you. Worldly people. So we, we don't need to fight them. We don't need to grapple with them. We just need to bring the kingdom of God with us. And God will do it. You know, and, it, and I might be totally wrong. But something akin to the Star Lion is what you're going to see happen. That's what you're going to see, like, a spiritual manifestation of God's power. Just unleashing the Kraken. Unleash the Kraken! Maybe sometimes I'll uh, stick a giant squid in there. I have actually used a giant squid in one of my visions. <laughs> it's just the coolest thing ever. Giant squids make so much sense. Um, I'll just... It'll be like, uh, yeah, we're going to just uh, release uh, we'll release a kraken along with, <laughs> the, yeah, there's living waters, but uh, make sure make sure you also watch out for the giant heavenly kraken that's going to mess up any demonic forces that are in the way. Hallelujah. Okay, well, I got to, I got to Majarb. I've, I literally just spent 41 minutes in the car with y'all. And um, I'll get, I didn't even tell you that, the vision, the dream. I've spoken about this before, so I don't like to repeat myself all the time. I don't repeat myself all the time. Each broadcast has something new. Even if some of it is repetition, there's always something new. So you can go back and listen to all the old episodes if you're bored, having trouble sleeping, you know. But I will not tell you to only listen to me because <laughs> that would be very egotistical and silly. Let's, on second thought, let's not go to Camelot. It is a silly place. Uh, but, you know, one more thing. Watch out. All the stuff that I'm telling you, it's all laced with humilimators. Humbleators. Sandra and I developed the humbleator weapon. You must be under this height to ride the ride. Only children can enter the kingdom of heaven. And the childlike person who is a protector of innocence, not a destroyer of it. Jesus loves the little children. You must become as a little child. You must become, maybe I'm not really like an officer, general, the Spear Force. I might just be like a 10-year-old with spaceships. <laughs> Ender's game. But there's a lot of like two-year-olds running around in their diapers. And uh, I might be like someone that the two-year-old looks up to and is like, man, when I grow a little bit older, I'll be like that. So anyway, I'm just running around, rambling around, having fun. I love you guys. Let's be spiritual. Let's be super spiritual. Don't let the world get you down. Live by faith. God has got a bigger plan for us than just rent, paying the rent. <laughs> He's got a much bigger plan. And you know that, but we need to remind each other constantly. May the spiritual force be with you, and may you be a part of kingdom of heaven always. The, the star lion will will overshadow you and maybe something even cooler than that i don't know you've got a better imagination than i do you find something cooler than the star line and go take it and then don't forget to tell me and don't forget to invite my spirit man on one of those journeys because i want to go too 
I want to ride the ride. Okay, God bless you guys. Bye-bye. Want to hear some inside scoops? If your kids are as ready to go back to school as mine. Hallelujah! I love these video game songs. Some of them are so good at just getting you into the spirit. I'm going to play a few more as I'm walking around. Thank you so much for coming along with these journeys with us. I pray that you, that the eyes of your spirit man will be opened. 
Because if you start to see in the spirit, it'll encourage me to see further into the spirit as well. See you there! shall it be at the end of the world the angels shall come forth and sever the wicked from among the just and shall cast them into the furnace of fire there shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth wow it's happening right now with the justice system guys hallelujah very powerful thank you lord Uh-oh, cheesy old... I think these are the cheesy songs. Let's play some cheesy music! Yay!
Dang, man, those old Loving Jesus songs, dude. <laughs> That's going to definitely rock some somebody's bottle. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, I want to listen to some more game songs. I like them. I need to put more songs on my phone. I only have a few running out here. Here's a nice one.
20 years after the virus wars, a new conflict is nearing its climax. The Söldner X legend rises once again.